following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers who do that will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in our great state. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I do want to give a shout out to Special Olympics of West Michigan and their Dare to Dream golf event and fundraiser, which is still going on at the beautiful Railside Golf Club in Byron Center. I was out there the this morning, but good friends, John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer, said I could tell three more people that I know him. Thank you, Johnny. Mike Couples, former baseball coach at Grand Rapids Community College, still holds the nation's world record longest losing streak as head coach at GRCC, 172 straight games. He lost. Wow. And Rick Moore, former minor league pitcher, played at Grand Valley. And Rick is infamous, if you remember, during my Valley Field broadcast, now known as Sullivan Field, when Rick gave up 17 homers in a half an inning in an actual baseball game. But you know what? I don't look at stats when I talk to my friends. I know John Vanderwell is in Cooperstown, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, the most pinch hits in a season in the history of the game. And that was a shortened season. He asked me today, what Hall of Fame are you in? I said, none. Sparta won't even throw me in the Sparta Hall of Fame. What do you got there? Bimini Brothers? Is that it? Denny Middleton, Nick Lewis? I think Ben Sheckler was a minor league pitcher. My brother Bob, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Sparta Hall of Fame is right off of M37 if you're going north. Uh, right next to an oil change place and two Porta Johns. Great day on a serious note. Dare to Dream is about Special Olympics and what they do for adults, kids, families all across Michigan and especially the West Michigan region now with their big hub at 68th and Kalamazoo. We'll talk to some of the people connected to Dare to Dream. I do want to give a shout out to Gabe. He is an adult Special Olympian golf participant. He was on a par three today, swinging with every group. 
had all his Michigan State gear on, huge Michigan State fan. I said, I'm going to talk to Michigan State Golf and get you something with Michigan State Golf on it. Had a great swing. We almost threw Rick Moore out of the cart and put Gabe in our foursome to finish off the final 12 holes. He had an awesome swing. I looked at Rick Moore and I said, Gabe should give you lessons. Big turnout. They had two flights morning and the afternoon. And the most important thing is the community or communities, plural, in West Michigan and across this state, which really showcase uh, the great people connected uh, to helping sports connect to people with special needs. It was an awesome day. Inside this broadcast, uh, we will switch. Sh- uh, we, we will switch gears. Hey, I would talk like this all days, all days, all nights, every days. I'm talking like this. We're gonna switch gears. Hey, did you see the Mississippi game? Might want to be careful with that right there. <laughs> we'll talk about the Lions. Man, the defense showed up. Dan Campbell talked about the Lions being hungry. Why weren't they hungry against Seattle? Hello, Bill Simonson, investigator for football. Why weren't you hungry a week ago when I was in the stands? I was hungry, and I didn't want to wait in line for 45 minutes for the nachos. Or they even had some seafood chowder fries at Ford Field, which by the time I was at two parties for the home opener, you could have said rocks covered with queso, and I'm buying a pound of that. Normally, I wouldn't look at like seafood chowder fries and go, oh, that looks good. I'm like, give me anything. I need a beverage. I'm in line with a guy who's about 260 with a medium Barry Sanders jersey on. He looks pregnant. <laughs> give it up. Go to NFL shop. Buy a new jersey. Maybe expand. I'll go with a double XL. Lions defense came to play. Jameer Gibbs is the best rookie running back in the NFL, and he showed it with Bijan. Every time I hear his name, I'm like, you know, I like spicy mustard. Can I get a mayo with Bijan? Golf was good, not great, but you know, he was getting hit a lot, and Atlanta was bringing pressure. They were chasing points all game. The line had two guys missing. You get the short week with Green Bay on Thursday. Didn't it stink when you saw Green Bay down 17-0 in the fourth quarter? I thought they had lost. I flip on the TV, and I'm watching when the kicker's name is Sam Shank. I don't have a lot of faith it's going to split the uprights. I don't. Man, and Green Bay comes back and steals one, and the Lions go to Lambeau on Thursday night for Thursday night football in America. Short week. So was Dan Campbell and his staff creative and holding out some people, wanting to have them healthy for Thursday? 
rather than playing Sunday in a game that you could look and say you were hungry and you knew you were going to win. What scares me, like I said, why weren't you hungry for Seattle after that great win against Kansas City? And I get the NFL can be crazy because yesterday was psychotic in the league. Miami put up 70, 70 on Denver. 70, 7-0. The Texans go to Jacksonville. Jags were talked about as one of those teams that could win the AFC. Texans beat them 37-17. C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State looks pretty good. Speaking of Ohio State, what's up with Ryan Day? When did he become Howard Dean or a WWE wrestler? Hey, this is Bob Howard, everybody! Everybody, we're right by everybody. Yeah, you hung on. You got it done. You posted the W in South Bend. ND coaches, some of the worst clock management I've seen ever at the end. And they had 10 guys on the field for the last two plays. I get you got touchdown Jesus behind you. But Jesus isn't going to play defensive end. He's only going to play quarterback because then he can guide your life, throw you the ball, hand off little babies to you. He can help you. Then after the game, oh, here's the sound bite again. I got to play it later. You got to find it. Hey, you know what? You know, Lou Oates, yeah, he's 95. You know what? He said we weren't tough. I bet I could kick Lou Oates' ass right now. In Ohio State, that, that group of guys right there. They've only played a bad half once in 10 years. Did he forget the Ohio State hosting Michigan game last year? Yeah, you know what? And it's Ohio versus everybody. Nobody else gets to come to Cedar Point. Nobody! Kings Island? Nobody! Putting Bay? Stay put, Michiganders! Stay put! Hoosiers. I'm watching that thinking, hey, I wanted them to win because it brings Michigan, Ohio State, the Big Ten. It's it's good for the Big Ten, right? And Ryan Day decides to go off the deep end. Hey, you little olds, I haven't understood you for 10 years. That's a good group of Buckeyes right there. It's Ohio versus everybody. It always is. I don't care if you're 97. I don't care if you eat prunes and applesauce every day. You will not say my team is weak. You get your walker, and I'm doing a 100-yard dash on Big Ten TV against you next week. My Lord, Ryan Day. Uh, Let's go down to the field, and they're standing by with Ryan Day. Yeah, you know what? Notre Dame only play with 10 guys. We we play with 11 in Ohio. Uh Touchdown, Jesus! I'm a Jehovah's Witness! 
<laughs> I looked at him and said, damn, somebody's got to hit up the decaf and sugar-free Gatorades. Oh, it does make you just hate Ohio State even more. Outside of Jack Nicholas and his love for Ohio State and Tim May, who comes on from Columbus, I don't like a lot of people connected to Ohio State. I just don't. Yeah, you know what, man? Ohio's going to be like Ukraine. We're becoming our own country. He's just some tough Buckeyes in there, man. Tough Buckeyes. Lou Holtz, you're 97. I challenge you to a prune shake drinking contest right next to Joey Chestnut on 4th of July. Hey, Lou, I don't wear Delta pens, do you? God. Oh, Jesus. It was a great game. It was an epic college game. It had such a big feel. Notre Dame has all that history. And Ryan Day just buzzkill Day. That's his new name. It's crazy. And Michigan fans earlier in the day when Rutgers went up 7 nothing, I'm surprised the big house didn't empty out, right? Oh, my God, they're going to be in trouble. I told you. Michigan State fans are going crazy on Twitter. Oh, they're going down. They're going down. Then Michigan took care of business. You know, it was Rutgers. I, I, knew, I know they were 3-0. and But I just, I, talk to me. I'm looking at the Big Ten right now, and I watch row, row, row your boat. P.J. Fleck blow that big lead against Northwestern. I'm worried about these two teams in the Big Ten. You watch what Iowa did at Penn State. It's at Penn State, and it's Ohio State. That's it. Not Nebraska. Not 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 Ohio. Or, or not Iowa. Not Minnesota. No, not Michigan State. And by the way, my lord, could Michigan? You know they they had a little pride through the second quarter into the third quarter. But what's the, what's the short-term and long-term future? Oh, and the Michigan State fans got on me because at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, I said State looks like a team that won't win another game this year. You're a homer. You're piling on. Don't even talk about the Mel Tucker story. What about our future? How many guys are going to transfer? How many guys want a red shirt? Do you know the power those players have right now? That if they all decide they want to leave, you could have a lame duck team playing with all these guys in the transfer portal, or how many guys are saying, no, I want to save another year at another school. I didn't bring that mess on, folks. I didn't. You can blame me. Uh, Maybe I'm an easy target, scapegoat, whatever you want to call it. But I didn't bring it on. You need to talk to leadership. And I'll repeat this until I'm in my grave. 
when Michigan State got word that a hearing was scheduled, end of July, they should have suspended Mel Tucker immediately. They didn't have to say a word. Well, people would have found out. Well, maybe Michigan State did say something. That's why there's an investigation right now by the Jones Day law firm. But if they would have done that and would have been proactive instead of letting this just snowball into an avalanche again. And you're going to blame me? Sounds like Superfly when he misses a shot at North Kent last week. He blames me. John Vanderwall was doing that today. You're talking in my backswing. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I realize we're like two five-year-old kids on the playground. Don't target me, Johnny V. Don't target me, Superfly. Seriously. Looking at Michigan State, tell me a win. Tell me a win the rest of the year for the Spartans. A win. I'm talking one. I'm talking one win for Michigan State. Rest of the season. They're at Iowa coming up on Saturday night. This is their schedule. At Iowa, at Rutgers, Michigan at home, at Minnesota, Nebraska at home, at Ohio State, at Indiana, Penn State at or not home. That's the Ford Field game. Where's a win? Where is a win? Oh, but Bill Bill's piling on. So now we're not allowed to talk about Mel Tucker anymore. What are you guys, ABC, CBS, and NBC? You the mainstream media now? not another win and you know where where does this transfer portal when he's officially fired they'll have 30 days of players and also the redshirt years I mean Bill Simonson didn't bring this on this is a product of lack of leadership lack of proactive thinking by the board of trustees and an AD that had a chance to protect the school and didn't do it. So you're going to wait until a bye week during the football season? Well, they didn't have all the facts. No. Hey, man, a hearing's been scheduled. There's a complaint filed. We're aware of that. You are going to be suspended with pay for the time being until this is done. That's all you had to do. And then you get to the offseason season. And it's not front and center every day for two weeks. Oh, but you're the one making it front and center. Really? It's on me. Are you serious? But that's what some people think. I saw a quote from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, from Harlem Barnett, the interim coach who... Hasn't looked impressive. Says, quote, I want us to win for Spartan Nation. We all want to win for each other. It's not about me, and it never will be. It's about us, and that's how it always will be. 
sounded like me breaking up with a girl. It's not about us, and it never will be. It's not about me. It's about us, and that's how it always will be, but I'm done with you. So the comp has a watch list for the next coach and who's talking to recruits and who's trying to save the recruiting class. My God, it's a mess. And they tried to tiptoe through it, a minefield. Just like they they waited on being transparent with Nasser. This isn't about the stories being equal. It's about Michigan State not getting in front of things. And now look where the program is. The Michigan State football program today, Superfly, and I know you're a fan, sits at its lowest point in the history of the school. Tucker will be fired, more than likely, here in the next you know two days, right? You don't know how many players you're going to lose to transfer portaling, if that's the word. Hey, what are you doing? I'm going to transfer portaling. What's transfer portaling? Oh, it's when you just leave a school and you, you put your name in the computer and you go portaling. And the red shirts. Seriously. Ask yourself, has there ever been a lower point for Michigan State football than today at this hour as you listen on 19 stations across the state on the free stream at thehugeshow.net or on the iHeart app where you can search The Huge Show? That's not Bill Simonson piling on, folks. You look at the schedule and tell me a win this year. Oh, Nebraska. We can beat Nebraska at home. Okay, maybe one. I'll give you just one. Maybe. Not sure. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us. Also, Mike Kimber from Lions Nation Unite. Talk about the Lions win. Look ahead to Green Bay hosting the Lions on Thursday night football. Tim Stout. Latest from Lansing on MSU football and the Tucker situation. Clayton Safety from the Wolverine.com and Marcus Thomas Sr. Everything King on YouTube. He knows Lions, part of Lions Nation Unite. We'll talk to him. Our McDonald's of Michigan, huge question of the day. And by the way, uh, check out uh, the best burger, your favorite burger on the board at your local. Uh, McDonald's tastier, juicier, and saucier than ever before. Good and bad from the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State football teams over the weekend. You can answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, a Michigan-based bank. Michigan-based decision-makers, and Michigan-based team members. They're all about our state, and your money stays right here in Michigan at your local mercantile bank. So answer that question at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. 
Tracy, over to you for weather. Oh, the sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Meyer frozen vegetables, Campbell's condensed soup, and Body Armor sports drink. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friend Matt Golden. Now, he's a CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots legendary hospitality. And you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Join Vidandal Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. Be Brave goes beyond fundraising events. It's a community of passion and individuals supporting breast cancer awareness and honoring survivors. You can join everybody for a day filled with fun and exercise, all while making a difference in the fight against breast cancer through supporting research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org to join this empowering event. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. McDonald's of Michigan, huge question of the day. You can answer it good and bad for the Lions win. Michigan win over Rutgers and the state game. I don't... What do you find good from that? Trying three quarterbacks? They're not winning another game. This is on the leadership at MSU. It is. They could have taken care of things. At least a suspension before the season. And they would have been proactive and nobody would be pointing any finger at Michigan State. And Mel Tucker would get a chance to clear himself. Instead, you got this soap opera. Michigan, they had the big play early. Like, uh-oh, what's going on here? And then they took care of business. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by. 
on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Chris, uh, from start to finish, not just a big play early for Rutgers, what, what did you like on the Michigan side? And again, what concerns you four games in? Yeah, no panic after the first drive, uh, you know, which was a, basically a safety hasn't played in three weeks and Rod Moore taking a bad angle and then taking out one of the best defenders on his team and Mike Inrisil and not having him have a chance to make a play. And then after that, Rutgers basically didn't do a whole lot. Now they moved the ball a little bit between the between the 30s, but 250-some yards, uh, you're going to take that every day. And so some of the passes that they completed, too, to get to those 250 yards had to be dimes, had to be perfectly thrown balls, and you got some guys back and Rod Moore and Will Johnson. So I thought that was great. And they did it without Mason Graham in the middle, who is probably their best run defender. So they're going to miss him this week at Nebraska and they're going to want to run the ball. So it's going to be up to some of the backups to step up. But I thought the defense was good. Uh, the offense, still the running game is not where it needs to be. And there were a couple pressures there again where J.J. McCarthy got hit twice. Miles Hinton at right tackle needs to clean that up. He gritted out pretty well, except for that. At the same time, that could have been the blow that knocked J.J. McCarthy out, for example, for the season. If that happens, then the season's over, frankly, uh, as, as it pertains to what your goals are. So, um, But all, all along, you know what? We look through four games. Michigan's, I think, second in the country, Bill, in, in points per play and points per possession. So uh, they don't play fast, but they have been efficient, and uh, there's still room for improvement. So, uh, and we really, frankly, we probably aren't going to know anything about this team until they go to Penn State in November. That's kind of how bad the schedule is. So, you don't have to be perfect right now. You just have to be good enough, and that's what they've been. Yeah, I mentioned in my opening huge opinion today, Chris, that looking at the rest of the Big Ten, uh, it goes back to the two games we talked about at our Tellymore Fall Football Summit at Penn State, Ohio State at home. Yeah, that's it. And Penn State at Ohio State is going to play into that. And if Penn State were somehow to win at Ohio State on October October 21st, then clearly they're the favorite to win the Big Ten at that point. If they don't, then you're looking at a tiebreaker, possibly, if Michigan beats Ohio State and loses at Penn State, which I'm not sure they will. Uh, either one of those games, frankly, all three of those games, those are the ones uh, that are going to determine what happens and, and determine the Big Ten champion, in my opinion. So uh, if Penn State looks good, everybody's looking at that game against Iowa. I think they ran like eight six plays to Iowa's 20 or something like that. That's how lopsided that was. So I give them credit for moving the ball on that Iowa defense. But that Iowa defense was out there the entire game, Bill, was unbelievable. And and Penn State's points per play and points per drive, these are the advanced metrics, aren't all that great. So everybody's saying, oh, they look like the best team in the Big Ten right now. You know what? Uh, It's still too early to tell. So there will be some games that I think some of these teams will be tested a little bit. You know, that Michigan-Rutgers game really – was tight up until the uh, the interception by Mike Sainristol, and that could have been a fourth quarter game. But we've seen that two years prior from this Michigan team. It's not what happens through three quarters; it's what happens at the end of the game. And Michigan is methodically winning. And uh, and Jim Harbaugh said they were three times better offensively with guys handling their assignments, where they had eleven all eleven guys doing what they were supposed to do on on Saturday. And part of that probably is having the head coach there on the sidelines as well. Chris Bowes, quick update on Rutgers. Chris will talk later in the week. Uh, more on Michigan football. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. And Chris Bowes from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I had the honor of being a part of the Dare to Dream golf fundraiser and event at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center just south of Grand Rapids. Special Olympics, West Michigan region. Uh, Their team, Carl and the crew, uh, they get it. They understand it. And also seeing Gabe, a special Olympian golfer. Uh, he's out of Otsego there with his dad talking about how much they love the game of golf, hitting with everybody on a par three. A lot of meaning today beyond birdies and bogeys and good swings and bad swings. It's really about what the message of the golf outing is all about. Dare to dream. That those with special needs, kids and adults, can dare to achieve their dreams. 
I can make a run at them. Just a great corporate community on the Special Olympics West Michigan region, uh, Railside Golf Club, and more. They all get it. There's not a negative. And when you walk away from that, uh, Tim Heilman is the president and CEO of Special Olympics Michigan. He is standing by on the huge show across Michigan, I think, at the Dare to Dream golf event at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks so much for having me on. All right, uh, talk about uh, what this Dare to Dream Day uh, was all about and the meaning of this well-put-together event. Yeah, well, well, first off, thanks so much for, for coming out this, this morning and, and participating. I know it means, means a ton to our Special Olympics Michigan community and our athletes. And, and there, and I know you captured that as well, Dare to Dream. You know, so many times our Special Olympics athletes um, faced obstacles, they faced hurdles. A lot of times in their life they're told no or told, you know, you're not going to be able to do something. Our goal at Special Olympics is to just to help clear clear those barriers away and, and let them prove, prove you know, the world wrong. Um, and and we, we have so many fantastic athletes all throughout the state. And then this outing helps raise funds for our Special Olympics Michigan athletes to compete. So where have some barriers if we go in a 10-year period? And it's 10 years ago, and it's 2013. In terms of Special Olympics, adults and kids with special needs, what barriers have been lifted? Yeah, so, so you know, 10 years ago, um, there was a lot of work in legislation around removing the R word, um, you know, removing it from, from you know, common vocabulary from, from, from individuals and in schools, you know, a, a word that, that, that's so hurtful. Um, and, and, and fortunately, I think we've made some really good strides on that. And, and, and our work really now is continuing to, to push what we call this inclusion movement, um, having individuals with, with intellectual disabilities, our Special Olympics athletes, allowing them every opportunity for, for everyone, whether it's employment, education. Um, we have this movement called Unified Champion Schools, where individuals and, and students um, come together within the schools, the classroom settings, and competing on the same sports team. So, you know, as you said, we've come a long ways in the last 10 years, but, but there's still still a long ways to go. But, um, you know, events like today that, that not only help raise funds, but raise awareness are, are so important for our cause. Tim Heilman is the president and CEO of Special Olympics Michigan, joining us from their Dare to Dream Golf Day and event at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center on the west side of the state. Uh, if there's a business decision maker, owner, an individual listening that uh, would like to help all across Michigan when it comes to Special Olympics, what's an easy web address for them to check out? Yeah, it's www.somi.org. So, somi.org. And I'll add, Bill, um, one of the great things about Special Olympics Michigan is that there are there's no cost for our athletes to participate. There's no cost to get involved. And so, um, corporations, businesses, individuals, when, when they provide support to the Special Olympics Michigan, they're directly supporting those athletes and giving them an opportunity to shine. So, there's a family uh, with a special needs adult or child. Uh, SOMI.org is the easiest way to kind of make that first step and get involved with Special Olympics and maybe their son or daughter as well? Absolutely. You go to our website and there's kind of three main tabs of how do you get involved? And that's whether it's being a volunteer, which which we, we need so much of um, throughout, um, you know, to our, our coaches, our, our um, officials, our events, and then also becoming an athlete. If, if there's someone that, that's here this first time and say, boy, 
You know, my child would love to play golf. I had no idea that, that they had that opportunity or we're coming on flag football season or floor hockey season. Lots of different sports opportunities. Go to our website, click a couple buttons, um, and, and someone will reach out and, and get, you, get them connected. Tim, thanks for the update. Uh, give Carla and the team my best. Uh, a fantastic event that Dare to Dream. Uh, morning, afternoon flight, lunch, meals, uh, fundraising, just well done by everybody, including Railside Golf Club. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. And, and as we say at Special Olympics, choose to include. Thanks so much, Bill. All right, Tim Holman, President and CEO of Special Olympics Michigan. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I do see Rich Rock, the engineer, with Superfly. And I'm live on air. So otherwise, I'd be kicking open doors saying what's going on. Superfly smiley, and you can't trust the smiley people. Rich Rock can be smiley in a Todd Rundgren type of way. What's going on? Are we on air? Are we? Let me guess. Is he complaining about the microphones? No. Is he complaining about you and your producing capabilities? Is he complaining about Mark, the other engineer? which he comes in and events with you about Mark all the time. Huh, is he complaining about Bakita, who's kind of like the Elvis Presley of high school football in West Michigan for our flagship station, 96-1 the game? No. Huh, let me guess. Did he walk in and say, is there any chance Bill's leaving soon? Hallelujah! Praise Jesus. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now you got Monday Night Football, another week ready to conclude. If you want to get in on the week three action tonight, here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. And also DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every day this September. Just check your DraftKings Sportsbook app if you are an existing customer. So football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now. Sign up with code HUGE and new customers who download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet just $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117, 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. We also have our McDonald's of Michigan. Huge question of the day that you can answer. Good and bad from the Lions win over the Falcons. Good and bad from Michigan's comeback victory against Rutgers. Officially a comeback victory because they were down seven. 
And if you can find the good in anything for the Michigan State game, what would that be? Including my elbow hitting the microphone. You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Give me the good and bad from the Wolverines, Spartans, and your mighty Lions who play Green Bay on Thursday night in Lambeau at 866 838 Also, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. So if you miss out on huge interviews, huge opinions, hours, or full shows, all you have to do is search The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers who do that will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He just walked in. He said, oh, my God. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, they were a power couple. And I looked and I said, why is Kelsey growing the fur on the lip? See, that mustache is coming back now, right? Everybody looks like, and I love police officers, but everybody looks like a cop from the 80s. He's Travis Kelsey. He's a Super Bowl champion. She's Taylor Swift. They were all infatuated with it, but you know I'm talking about it. Patrick Mahomes said he felt pressure to make Kelsey look good in front of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Bill Belichick said Swift would be Kelsey's, quote, biggest catch. (laughs) I don't think she's attractive. She's a great singer. I don't find her attractive. 
Superfly, you're looking at me like I just said, I don't believe in Jesus. You don't believe in Jesus? I do believe in Jesus. I, the Gracie Hunt, the daughter of the owner of the Chiefs, where Kelsey was rumored to be with her a month ago, I think she's better looking. If I had my pick, I'd take the owner's daughter. But he's Travis Kelsey. Did you watch the Netflix? Was it Netflix or was it Prime? No, it was Prime about Kelsey, the Kelsey brothers. It was Prime. What a great documentary. That was awesome. They're just blue-collar guys raised in a blue-collar situation. Yeah, the NFL, the Swifties are looking at buying tickets now to games to be close to the suite she was in. Oh, you Taylor Swift. Must be pretty cool to be an entertainer, singer who can fill stadiums just like Kelsey and Mahomes can. How come we don't have skyboxes where girls could come watch us do the show? And every time I got, I did a great interview or made a good point with a huge opinion, she'd get up and cheer and go, yeah, high five. LFG! Did you hear Bill just nail that opinion on Tucker? Now, I get Superfly looking at me saying, when does this show end? We have talked about the Lions. That was a must-win situation. I'm sorry, folks, or 2-1-1. and one. You look at the rest of the NFL right now, the Lions are sitting really good. Yesterday was crazy. I mentioned the Dolphins scoring the 70. But just when we thought, like, hey, the Cowboys look untouchable. Hey! The Commanders could be a scary NFC team. Hey, the Saints, like I said on Friday. I predicted them to win. They were up 17-0. I'm like, hey, the Lions are taking care of business, which Dan Campbell said it after the game, that they, were, they played hungry. So I'm like, okay, why didn't you play hungry the week before, right? That's all. You didn't seem hungry the week before. Even after 10 days, rested bodies, you didn't seem hungry. And that was before the injuries hit, folks. That was before the injuries hit. Lazy defense, playing 10 yards off, coaching to get to a tie for overtime. That doesn't fit anything that Dan Campbell's about. And then you hear his speech about the defense and hungry and the offense having patience, and they just went about their business. And the Lions... Shut down Robinson. They had pressure on the quarterback. That, that's I can't get over the Seattle game that if you lost your two tackles and you're Detroit, why won't you just bring pressure like crazy? And I get the offensive weapons for the Seahawks, but the one thing that I'll give Dan Campbell credit for with 0-10-1 starts or 1-6 and six or they lay an egg at Carolina and you're thinking they're not going to win another game last year and they drop the season ender on us that they find a way to come back. So 
How do you get rid of those low points? But, folks, I will tell you, not just those listening in the Lions Nation, but you can see in the NFL with how physical it is, how big and fast the players are, how good the coaching staffs are across the board. You can go back to the Pacino movie in any given Sunday, and anything can happen. Look at yesterday. The Bills on the road just hammered the Commanders 37-3. Dolphins 70, Broncos 20. Texans scored 20 in the second half and hammer the Jags in Jacksonville. Colts win in Baltimore in OT. Chargers win on the road at the Vikings. Vikings are 0-3. Packers come back and score 18 unanswered in the fourth to win. Browns look really good, I'm telling you right now. The way they bounce back, I'll give them credit. Seahawks had a big second half. 13-12 game, Seahawks scored 37 on the Panthers. Dalton didn't look bad at quarterback. And what about the Bears? 41-10. That game was over at halftime, 34-0. Bears are in complete disarray. Cardinals, what they did to the Cowboys. Steelers look good. Pickett did against the Raiders. And the Niners, like I said last Friday, look like the best team in the NFL. And Mike Kimber, Micro, Mike, uh, YouTube, Lions Nation Unite, Lions NFL Insider. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I am doing fantastic on this beautiful Victory Monday. How yeah, about it is yourself? A, yeah, I'm doing good, buddy. It is a Victory Monday, but yesterday showed us that from week to week, it is tough to read the NFL outside of a few teams right now. The NFL parody is just amazing. Teams that are bad, you think that would automatically lose, will win. If you look at the Cowboys game on paper and everything that you see, they're very dominant defense and they should easily handle the Arizona Cardinals. But the Arizona Cardinals buckle up and they beat them. That's the National Football League. It is any given Sunday. What did you like about the Lions game yesterday that you didn't expect? The dominance of the defensive line in the amount of sacks that they put on Desmond Ritter. Seven sacks, and it came from everywhere from Derek Barnes to Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, Lee McNeil. I absolutely loved it because if the Seattle game, we're seeing nothing with the defensive line, and they come out with their pants on fire and absolutely dominate the line of scrimmage. And if you're a team trying to make the playoffs or make a playoff run, you got to win in the trenches, and they sure as hell did that on Sunday. You know, I'm watching the defensive effort yesterday, and I get the Falcons uh, aren't at the same level of the Seahawks in terms of offensive explosive uh, weapons, but where, where was all that aggressive play calling and that hunger that Dan Campbell talked about? Where was that in week two? 
I have no idea. You know, it is interesting that you say that because if you look at Kansas City, they showed aggressiveness, they showed hunger, and it was a complete fail versus Seattle Seahawks, and they turn around with Aaron Glenn and uh, go attack the quarterback. I don't know if they're afraid of Geno Smith using his legs or what the deal was, but it was a complete dumpster fire in that game defensively. But they bounced back, which one thing, as I mentioned before I came to you, Mike, that every time we're, we're ready to say, okay, here it goes, they lose this game, it's going to unravel, even at 0-10-1, even at 1-6 and last year, Campbell and his staff find a way to right the ship. Absolutely, and the players believe in the coaching staff. They believe what they're preaching, and when you have – players who ultimately believe in what's taking place, they're going to fight to the bitter end, i.e. Detroit Lions players. They're fighting Chicago Bears. It's absolutely a mess there. Two organizations where you see one buy-in and the other one does not, and even if you lose in a heartbreaker like Seattle Seahawks, they come in, they believe in it, and that they believe that they can beat the Atlanta Falcons, and they, they do. How do the Lions match up with the Packers for Thursday night at Lambeau? It's going to be a really good matchup. You know, offensively and defensively, they're very close per stats on pretty much every single category. They got a really good defensive line over there for the Green Bay Packers. It'll just depend who is going to be there for the Lions. Is Taylor Decker going to play? Big V. How is the offensive line going to stack there? And Jordan Love, he's a he kind of reminds me of a Desmond Ritter type of quarterback, maybe a little bit better. And I think the Detroit Lions defense should use the exact same game plan they did the Atlanta Falcons and use Brian Branch, who I think is the Detroit Lions new Troy Polamalu with the way he's just dominating defense on the on the defensive side of the football right now. Yeah, after I uh, looked at Branch and someone tweeted out something, you know, Branch goes boom. I'm thinking like boom, boom, Branch or boom, Branch. The guy needs a nickname. He He's just a human missile. Uh, he's like old school Ronnie Lott. Uh, he's just amazing. He's tough. Even in his postgame comments where you can't, play some of them because of the F word. He's just one tough dude. He is so tough. And for him to fall the second round, maybe it put a little bit of chip on his shoulder to even show out. I mean, right now, the way that he's playing with his physicality, his toughness, his mental IQ is phenomenal. He looking like he could potentially be defensive rookie of the year. And sky is the limit for Brian Branch. Right now, I'm thinking he's pretty much the best player on defense and they, they got some good players there but it just shows what he brings to this team he is the young cj gardner johnson he is the guy that's gonna you know bring this lion's defense out to the next level that we're starting to see mike kimber he's known as micro mike youtube lions nation unite joining us on the roast number coffee guest line so ain't got to go and branch uh, the young guns rodrigo was even uh, active. I liked everything I saw about that defense. Bottle that. Bring that game plan. You're not going to win uh, every game. You know, golf uh, with missing two linemen. Uh, he wasn't great, but made good throws when he had to. Uh, in terms of health in the short turnaround, how many players are you guessing that sat out Sunday's win over the Falcons could play Thursday in Green Bay? If I were to guess right now, I'm going to assume Taylor Decker potentially could play 
How about David Montgomery back in for the running back and Kirby Joseph, the safety? I think those three potentially could return in this game. I think Big B maybe another week. Maybe you're looking after this little somewhat half by, but I think those players potentially could return in a significant game for the NFC North on Thursday. Big one. Man, Lions get that. You have a 3 and one start, including games at Kansas City and Green Bay and Seattle. Potentially a playoff team, a loss at home you'll take it, and a 2-0 and Falcons team that came to Detroit and just got their butts handed to them. Oh, absolutely. If the Lions win on Thursday and we're 3-1, and one, I think if you'd ask anybody before the NFL season if this is how it panned out, they'd say Lions definitely win the NFC North. And the cherry on top is the fall of the Minnesota Vikings and the absolute dumpster fire of the Chicago Bears. So if the Lions can go to Lambeau and beat Green Bay – it seems like it's the Lions division for sure. I mean, to go to Kansas City and beat them and then go to Green Bay and beat them, who's basically the last team in the North that's fighting, it just shows that it's great odds for the Lions to win that NFC North division and host a playoff game. Gosh, man, when it was 17 zip, I thought it was over fourth quarter. That New Orleans was going to win. I'm thinking the Lions could go in Thursday night, have a two-game lead, and then... Green Bay decides to score 18 unanswered to end it, and then you get the Saints with a potential game winner missed with a little under two to go. Crazy. You know, it doesn't seem like they're getting the luck right now that, that Minnesota Vikings had last year. It's out of nowhere luck of winning games that we shouldn't have. Derek Carr goes down. Then the Saints pretty much fall off a cliff. They can't hit the field goal. So hopefully on Thursday we end that luck. But, yeah, the Packers are getting lucky, and we almost had a chance to to have a two-game lead. Mike, good stuff. Thank you so much for your time here on the Huled Show across Michigan. All right. One pride. All right. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, and one pride. One pride. Maybe I should talk to Superfly like that when I call him about the show. Like, that's it? That's all you got? Superfly goes one pride. Instead of ever, ever, anytime I question you, I go, Brett, uh, it's 2.50, you're still sleeping. You going to come to work? One pride. I like that. Girls I'm dating start yelling at me, like, where were you? Why are you always golfing with your friends? One pride, baby. <laughs> you going on another golf trip with the guys? One pride. That could be for any guy listening right now. Our McDonald's of Michigan, huge question of the day, and don't forget about the best burger on the board at your local McDonald's, I recommend the Big Mac, saucier, tastier, juicier than ever before. Stop by your local McDonald's in Michigan. The huge question of the day, good and bad from the Lions win over the Falcons. Good and bad from Michigan's dominating performance against the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. And I'm asking anybody, any Michigan State fan, to tell me the good outside of when the game ended against Maryland. The good. Superfly's not even wearing. It's all Lions gear now because they won. And what I've found is Superfly is really starting to become a bandwagon fan. 
teams are winning. He's sliding the gears. Yeah, yeah, man. Look at this right here, man. One pride. Look at this. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. We'll get an update on the Tucker situation and Spartan football. And the red shirts. And the transfer portal once Tucker is officially fired. And the short list on replacements for Tucker. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. He'll join us from the capital city after this network T.O. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end Reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Food Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. The Hayes Ranch was rocking on Sunday. Hammer and Hanks at 16 and 1. Here we go. We do have our McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day that you can answer. Good and bad for the Lions win, Michigan win, and the good and bad for Michigan State football right now. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE, 21,000. Let's get an update on Michigan State football. Red shirts, transfer portal. When will Mel Tucker officially be fired in short-term, long-term? Uh, for Spartan football, a lot going on right now. How you doing, Tim Stout, Stout on Sports? Thanks for stopping by. Good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Brand new week. Brand new week of controversy. Who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, from what you're hearing on the inside at MSU, what are they feeling about how many kids will request red shirts, uh, transfer portal once Tucker is officially fired? Is there concern? Well, I have my own personal opinion, and I like Harlan Barnett personally, but when he said after the game against Maryland Saturday that he asked for everybody to raise their hand who was leaving, I thought that was a little goofy because nobody who's going to transfer is going to raise his hand in front of everybody else in a room with their uniform on just after a game and after a loss. Mm. Uh, I thought that was a little naive to say the least. and it, it, I mean, it, it was... <laughs> It was totally inaccurate one way or the other as to what's going to happen. But I think the next two weeks are, are uh, keep your eyes peeled because if you go by what Michigan State announced last week, tomorrow would be the day that Mel Tucker is formally terminated. And I assume with that move, the university will formally announce that. That immediately sets off a 30-day window where any current scholarship player can go into the transfer portal. If they, if they're, or, or you can declare obviously a redshirt if you have not played up to four games. So you could, if you've played one, you can play three more if you want to, and keep, you know, then keep the redshirt open. And the following week is a bye week, Bill. That's two weeks to the next game. And I think when you're not playing, you're not in a normal practice routine. They'll have a number of players, and I. I would include regulars in there, too. I'm not predicting that. I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised in any way, shape, or form because it's it's kind of the, the part of the process everywhere anymore, let alone Michigan State. And one thing you don't know is what other schools and coaches are contacting any of these Michigan State players because that's on the table as well. But assuming that Tucker is formally released tomorrow – you know, they may get through the Iowa week this Saturday where somebody just decides, look, I've got some time here, so I'll go through this week. But once that they're done playing Iowa, when you hit that bye week, then I think you're going to see – I'd just be shocked if there isn't some kind of uh, a number of different names that are in there. They may be guys that don't play. They might be freshmen. They might be regulars who have a chance to perhaps go play and win somewhere else. I think all of that is on the table and this is such a fluid story here, meaning it just changes by the day. And then you add the fact that this is the very first road game at a tough school to play in prime time at night. There are so many unknowns out there. 
that you, you even if they don't win all the games, which they haven't done, there's such a storyline every week with them that a storylines that we have never seen before. So that's where I am with this on this Monday, September 25th. Man, think about that. Uh, so you're going to get the official termination uh, coming up this week. You're Harlan Barnett. You're asking your players who's staying, who's going. You have the redshirt situation. You have a recruiting class that you're trying to hold on to with no formally announced long-term head coach. Uh, Tim, you've been around Michigan State for a while. I said this to start the show today in my opening huge opinion. Is this the low point in Spartan football history where we're at today? Well, it's got to be close. I mean, it, you know, I, I still... I still remember back in 2007 in the John L. Smith era when Ohio State was in town and Ted Ginn, their great punt return guy, ran in the first half. He ran two punts back for touchdowns, and it was 31-7 to at the half. And it was the day the Tigers were in a playoff game on TV in the afternoon, and at halftime that place cleared out. And I remember I went down to George Perlis' booth, he, does, he did at that time the tailgate show with us, so I went down just to say hi to him in his booth at halftime. And you could hear through the open window the Ohio State fans that dominated at halftime in their usual chant in each of the four corners, O-H-I-O. And George turned to me and said, we have hit an all-time low. We have just hit rock bottom. Now, whether this measures to that, Bill, I think – I think you got to play this out toward the end of the year because I don't know how rough this is going to get or how smooth it's going to get or who the next coach is going to be or whether those recruits are going to stay whether or completely to the contrary, the hassle just continues and grows and grows in a variety of different ways. The termination with Tucker is going to be clearly a separate story, in my opinion, from whatever settlement he has coming or not coming on his contract, similar with Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. One part of the story is Northwestern's getting a new coach. The other part is how are they going to settle the contract? And it's my sense from what I hear that Michigan State is going to draw a line in the sand. I don't think, depending on how this plays out legally, Bill, I don't think Michigan State's people are going to kowtow on this. I think they think they've got a case to where they're not just going to hand over millions of dollars. Now, that remains to be seen. You know, the, you got this hearing coming up, and you got lawyers that are looking at this ever so closely and more closely. I do think, though, from what I hear, Bill, that there could be more developments in this story beyond what has been reported because the question's going to be, is someone going to report hearsay thinking it's accurate or is someone going to wait on the hearsay to see if they can get an admission one way or the other or a formal charge one way or the other? Mm. And I think that's true in a lot of cases that are just like that. As soon as someone comes out with one of these stories, is someone else going to follow depending upon how the, you know, the initial proceedings uh, unfold? Because if it would appear that, you know, that we could get into a money transaction here, it's amazing how people then, you know, appear in stories like this, accurate or inaccurate, fair or unfair. The only thing I think that is absolutely a foregone conclusion is that his termination is coming tomorrow, and a follow-up story then simply would be, are the Spartan players all 
going to hang in there, a few, a number, or whatever. And remember, if they get drilled or get beat at Iowa, and that's three in a row, and you're going into that bye week, and then there's another road game coming up, and you still got to deal with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, I, it's just human nature for those players who are competitive to think, is this worth it moving forward? Because they'll have so many unknowns that Michigan State simply cannot answer until this thing is cleared and a look to 2024 with who's going to be in place in the coaching box. And not only that, but the assistant coaches too. Because you have to assume that most, if not all, of those assistants, when this is out of the way, are all going to be long gone. And a lot of these players who were Mel's guys, you know, they were recruited by the current assistant staff. And they may think the new staff may not even want me. Should I get out of here now because so-and-so school is offering me a deal right now? I mean, I think these players, all of them, to a, to a player, are going to have things to think about and decisions to make. You know, it's one thing to say we're all together when it's early in the year and we haven't gone on a big losing streak. But if they lose to Iowa, then they are an underdog, If and it is the first road game, and that's prime time at a tough place, right? Ask Penn State Michigan how easy it is to play there. Then we'll have to see if that changes anyone's attitude moving forward. There's never a dull moment around here. You know that. You've been around here. It's a mess, man. I don't care how you want to slice it and dice it. There's so many different levels. If you think about it, like I said, can you hold on to recruits? Who's going to hit the transfer portal when – the termination is official in that 30-day window. Who will take uh, their red shirt? Uh, what about the rest of the schedule? Is there a winnable game? Maybe Nebraska at home. Maybe at Indiana. I mean, I'm thinking about that Penn State Friday night, Peacock, NBC special, holiday weekend, Black Friday. And that place may be full of Penn State fans who might be ready uh, to claim the Big Ten East. My Lord. Well, that will not only that, Bill, that's nine, That's November 25th. That's two months from today. Wow. That's, six, that's two months from today to that game. Man, there's a lot of stuff that can happen over the next two months. Mm. As you know, there's a lot of stuff that can go down one way or the other. The other thing is when I hear people say, well, you know, they can win it. And they, can do it. they might win. Well, yeah, but that's down the line. And that, I mean, let, I'll take Indiana, for example. That's week 11. That's after the Ohio State game. You could get the be-jabbers knocked out of you there, and you get to the point where you just don't care anymore because no players are left, you're not playing for anything or whatever the case may be. Indiana beat them as it was a year ago, and that'll be different in Indiana's case. They're desperate for wins, especially in the Big Ten. You know Indiana's got to say that's a game we can win and we got to beat these guys here on Senior Day in Bloomington. not saying they will. I'm just saying if you look at that from that standpoint, that game is still two months off. And then once that game is played, win or lose, like you say, then you get Penn State, who you know Penn State's going to be playing for something. You know, I mean, they could, I've got a scenario where Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State could all be playing on that last weekend with one conference loss apiece or close to it because they're all playing each other. So, there, you know, look, there's a lot of intrigue in this, but big time football with Michigan and Michigan State around here every single year. This is unique and different, though, because this is an area where Michigan State has not been to this level. I mean, I've seen issues here. I've seen scandals here. I've seen firings here. I've seen issues with the NCAA. But obviously a story of this nature I've never seen here in football before. So therefore predicting how it's going to play out. My only prediction is this is not going to end anytime soon where there's total closure and life goes on. And toward that end, like the national guys say, you just wonder how long is Michigan State going to be in disarray? And by the way, those two schools coming in, 
I want to just tell those Big Ten football coaches, you're not exactly getting Vanderbilt and, uh, you know, nobody tech. You're getting Washington. You're getting Oregon, Southern Cal, and UCLA. You just got four monsters that are coming into the league next year that are going to make it just that much more difficult for some of these, you know, middle teams or lower teams in the Big Ten where Michigan State is right now and make it just that much tougher to have success, at least that I see. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports on the radio, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. TV guy joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, a short list, a realistic uh, replacement list once the termination is official, as you're saying tomorrow. Uh, who leads that list to be the next Michigan State head football coach? Well, Everybody I talk to says anything about that is just guesswork because it's simply too early. I, I mean, if Duke beats Notre Dame Saturday, not only it will, but if Duke wins, Mike Elko's name goes to the head of the list, but there are going to be other jobs that are open too. And I would think Michigan State is certainly going to take a look at him. In, in my own mind, Bill, I, because I saw him on TV standing on the sidelines, on the Ohio State sideline at South Bend Saturday night. If it was me, I would consider looking at someone like Brian Hartline because I think they need someone who's clearly young and clearly on his way up. Because for an established guy to come in here with a big winning record, man, you're not getting this thing on top. You're getting this thing where you're going to have to rebuild it. And in my opinion, that's going to take someone who is who's just got absolute limitless energy is tremendous with the public, which Tucker was not, in my opinion, and I think that hurt him a little bit in the court of public opinion. And and I, I and when I and I'm sure Hartline's not the only assistant, believe me. I think of Elko and Hartline, and I hear that, but I don't think Michigan State is nearly poised yet to where that. And the other question I heard today is, who's going to make the call? Who's going to who's going to hire the head coach? Is that the new president? Is the existing president involved? Is the board of trustees involved? Is Izzo involved? Is Alan Hal? Who who makes the final call on that? And how does that work out? Is there a headhunter? No headhunter? Is there a committee? No committee? And until or unless Michigan State can figure that out, because I'm not convinced that Haller will get that on his own. He got Tucker. And, you know, once you've gone that area, I think there might be some resistance relative to how are we going to pick a coach and who's going to make the call and when is that decision going to be made that we're finally going to go after someone because the timing is so sensitive at this time of the year as well. I haven't given you many answers, Bill, but I have given you a few questions to ponder. That I do know. Like I said, the checklist. Uh, fire, officially fire Tucker. Find a new replacement for Tucker. Uh, see the Jones Day investigation through on possible leaks from inside Michigan State. Try and keep players on campus and not hit the transfer portal. Try and keep players active and not have them request the redshirt years. Try and keep uh, recruiting going. You know, I, all, all these things are adding up, Tim, and it's not the stadium clearing out. And I remember the John L. Smith, Bobby Williams days, once the stadium clears out, I always say a coach is done. Uh, th- these are layers that are borderline death penalty-like in terms of sanctions that could set Michigan State back five to ten years. Well, there's no question that whoever, where, however this is going to play out in 2024, 
And the irony of it to me is the Big Ten is going to change so much. I mean, I can argue that it's going to be a massive change for Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. They just got four monsters coming in there they got to deal with. Now, they won't play them all. But if you want to win the Big Ten title and you want to go to the Big Ten title game and use that to get a good seat in the playoffs, look who you got to get past. I mean, watching or I'm not sure Bill at Oregon or Washington are two of the three or four best teams in the country. That Pac-12, man, and that doesn't even include Southern Cal. So for all the teams that don't have these hassles off the field, like Michigan, look what they're going to have to deal with. You're not playing the little sisters of the poor. You got to play the big boys. I mean, look at what Indiana and Northwestern and Purdue, all these school records, they got to put up with this moving forward. Uh, it's just going to be fascinating to me to see how this is going to play out for everyone moving forward. But then you take Michigan State and all of the troubles it's going through right now, to your point, how many years is it going to be? And, 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 and even that many down the line, how far can you go? You know, how far are you going to go when it gets back to where you think this is really good? Mm. Because all those other schools and all those football powers are still going to be there that you got to deal with. So I don't know if it's the lowest point, but there's a long way to go to climb back up to where the top teams are, no question. And because they are near the bottom in school history in football, with everything going on off and on the field, I I don't think a hard line is going to take that job. And I get money, and I understand that, but... You know, money didn't buy you a Big Ten East title or a Big Ten title appearance or college football playoff with Mel Tucker and his $95 million. We'll see how it plays out. Tim, good stuff here. Thanks for the information uh, from East Lansing. We'll talk soon. Good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Keep up the great work. All right, there's Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. And he's a guy that's on every day in Lansing. He's a messenger. I'm a messenger. The sports gods ask, will you provide People with messages. That's why you're going to be a messenger. Timmy and Lansing, me statewide on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And we have another week of football. And the DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping everybody in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Just throw five down on any of the action tonight or next week, and you can walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers on the app can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Go bowling for bucks to win premium play prizes that are right up your alley. Drawings are every Friday in September from 7 to 11 p.m. And one lucky winner every hour strikes up to $3,000 premium play. Roll the ball and hit your lucky strike with Bowling for Bucks. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on The Huge Show across Michigan. Get in on the Monday night action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. We do have our McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day. Good and bad when the Lions win over the Falcons. Good and bad from Michigan's victory over Rutgers. And good and bad from the state of Michigan State football. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain, text word HUGE to 21000. Now remember, uh, you can not miss a huge opinion, interview, or show, or hour. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers who do that will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes, this dude can book with the best of them. He's a great producer. Big name guest after big name guest. We have to turn people down. There's a demand. It's like a hot restaurant. You have to wait for your table. I'm going to give you one of those buzzers that go off, and then you think you can stop it, and you're asking people, where's this button to stop the buzzer? Clayton Safey will join us in a moment from the Wolverine.com. We've talked about the Lions. Unbelievable performance by that defense. Where was it against Seattle? Minus two offensive linemen. Just how they were getting after it on D. And yeah, Goff took some hits. He wasn't spectacular in the second half. But I'm like, you're down two offensive linemen. Hopefully there's a plan with Dan Campbell and his staff. Because they got the short week. They're in Green Bay on Thursday night at Lambeau. Lions need to win that. It's like two games. You're playing your conference opponents. You have to win. The Bears and the Vikings are in total disarray. Vikings still can score points, but they can't stop anybody. And the Bears are, you can already predict that that coaching staff is gone. Done. I don't know if they'll survive the year. But when you get GMs and presidents afraid to admit a mistake, you live with what are your Chicago Bears right now. Minnesota still has weapons. It's not a gimme game. Chargers, Staley, their coach, a lot of pressure there. Saw the pressure on Ryan Day. That Notre Dame-Ohio State game was fantastic. Deion Sanders got silenced by what Oregon did to prime. The timing of the Pac-12. Now, granted, all these quarterbacks aren't going to be coming to the Big Ten. Panics. Junior from Washington, Caleb Williams, USC, more than likely in the NFL next year. But as I talk with Tim Stout about the Michigan State situation, I this is there as a low point in Spartan football history. And you don't know what lies ahead, who the head coach will be, who will want the job. Remember, they had no takers when they had to settle on Mel Tucker, who was sub-500 at Colorado. Who wants to walk into this? Knowing you're going to be in a conference that's adding Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and USC. Mm. And you already have to deal with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. You're Michigan State. What do you do? I really think if the Spartan fans are smart, they're not going to go to the message board and think, 
every single big name or hot assistant on a big program is going to come to East Lansing. It's not going to happen. They were close with Luke Fickle, but his wife didn't want to make the move. But she chose to go to Madison, Wisconsin. You can do your own math. So what do you do? You're Michigan State. More than likely, Mel Tucker will be terminated tomorrow. And there's a portal for 30 days where all the players can transfer. All of them. Every single player. Now four games in, players are eligible to not play again, and they can take a red shirt. And you got recruits you're trying to hold on to. And you're going to wonder if your fan base, once the weather changes, and it's not 80 where you can tailgate, will anybody show up outside of parents? This is a state of Michigan State football. And it's because of lack of leadership and all Alan Haller had to do. But remember, Mel Tucker was his hire. Once he found out there was a hearing set in a Title IX complaint, he knew was active going back to December of 2022. He should have suspended Mel Tucker. He had the right per Michigan State policy and per Mel Tucker's contract. He didn't do it. They tried to get by and think nobody would find out about this or get to the end of the season. And now because it's in season and they are firing him and the transfer portal opens up and you have recruits not knowing who the next coach will be and you have current players who are saying, wait a minute, I'm going to take a red shirt. You can see this season at best. The only two games they could win would be Nebraska at home or at Indiana. That's best case scenario. I don't think there's a win left on the schedule. And what if, for the sake of this conversation, what if they are ravaged by the transfer portal or guys wanting a red shirt? This isn't on Bill Simonson, and any of you who want to blame me can just stick it. You can. It's leadership. It's your board of trustees. It is. Every single root of an issue lies in this university thinking they could handle it themselves without being proactive. Every single sensitive issue they've had. As I said last hour, I'm just the messenger. When Tim Stout does 15 minutes on everything, he's the messenger, and he's a local Lansing TV guy, and he's a local Lansing sports radio talk show host on our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. Every weekday morning at 10 a.m., same station that carries a huge show, Tate Delayed, weeknights at 6. It's you, the Michigan State fan, you, the Michigan State supporter, you, the Michigan State family that you need to step up and tell your university you expect better. And stop the dream that you're going to land a big coach. Take Tony Anise. Take Creighton from Eastern Michigan. Take a guy who's going to be there for 10 years, who's connected to the state of Michigan, not just Michigan State. That's what you need to do. That's my huge opinion. And this dream list and your message board mafia members, like, hey, we're going to get every big-name coach. Look who you had to settle on last time because there were no takers. 
Well, Luke Fickle was close. And you set the bar that you've told potential coaches you're willing to pay $9.5 million to have a guy not win a championship or a division title. All you had to do was suspend him when the hearing was set, back in July. There would have been a new cycle in August about it, and then back on the first game. And then people waiting for this case to be settled or exonerate itself, however it would have worked out. And I'm talking Mel Tucker exonerate himself. Instead, it's still on the spin cycle. But blame Bill Simonson. No, matter of fact, if you go back and look at what I said, I've actually been spot on on where this was going. But nobody wanted to listen. You thought, what? Oh, you're going to threaten my advertisers. You're going to threaten uh, my job. That, that was your answer to this. Instead of being proactive and demanding your university leadership be better, demanding answers from Alan Heller. Well, we can't talk. It's Title IX. It's sensitive. Really? Is that why Jones Day, a law firm, was hired to investigate possible leaks? But blame Bill Simonson. Blame anybody who doesn't agree with you that this story is beating a dead horse, that there's nothing there. Really? When he's fired, transfer portal, red shirts, recruits, wondering what coach will step up and take this if there is a taker. No, the way to follow this path isn't to go to the assistant. It's to go to a man who's been a head coach who has led other men. A guy who can create a culture that Michigan State fans will be proud of for decades. No, what type of recruits to bring in and know how to create a system where they're part of a great culture because the Michigan State fan base is awesome and Michigan State fans and Spartan Stadium on game day. That's the type of coach that they need. Not an assistant that, hey, we hope he's the next Ryan Day. No. Somebody who's been a head coach, who has made tough decisions, who knows how to hold players accountable who will demand that leadership at that university changes in terms of transparency, protocol, and culture inside leadership, that the Board of Trustees doesn't act like the U.S. Senate, both sides of the aisle. That's what Michigan State needs. Oh, they need a new president. They've been trying the uh, the president cycle since Nasser. And any president that wants to buck the system... They get the board of trustees cannon pointing right at them, and they decide I'm getting out while the getting's good, that I'm not going to be the fall guy. That's where Michigan State is at. Blame Bill Simons. Any of you that want to say, oh, we're going to go to your advertisers. No, I'm not anti-Michigan State. I'm not. Matter of fact, if you lined up guests I put on this show, I have a lot of Michigan State connections. This is you, the people. The lifeblood of Michigan State are the families who send their kids there, alums who donate. 
Spartan fans who fill the Breslin and Phil Spartan Stadium. Who wear your gear. You are the lifeblood to that university. Not the leadership in their green and white tower or not the board of trustees. You are the foundation of that university. And outside of John L. Smith and Bobby Williams when the fans were clearing out, I find this to be even deeper because John L. and Bobby Williams were just bad head coaches. This is about atrocious leadership again. about not doing the right thing, about not protecting the university and all the greatness that is associated with it. All the fantastic Ken Sanders, Thomas Sachs, people I know who are just great. Mark and Cindy Rasmus, and I go down the list of great Spartan fans who would do anything for that school, send their kids to school there, who support him, who show up at a Steve Smith golf outing that turns into a Sean Respert outing to any outing. They shouldn't be penalized because leadership can't get their head out of their rears and the Michigan State Board of Trustees act like they have absolute power. And come at me, that Michigan State fan who's hiding behind a fake name on a message board or on your Twitter account and threaten my livelihood because you're exactly why Michigan State can't get out of that deep end that they're treading water and now they're drowning once again. And I listened to Tim Stout from Lansing. What did he say, 54 years? TV, radio, in Lansing. Lay the hammer on MSU. But you just want to... You are so locked in on Michigan, Michigan State, and because Michigan is number two in the country, because Michigan football had a guy on the sideline for cheeseburgers and you tried to compare this to Mel Tucker? Are you kidding me? It wasn't just cheeseburgers. They actually had a Zoom with a kid who was sick during covid And you're going to compare it to Mel Tucker. Those who think that way, you are part of the problem. Those who want to threaten my advertisers or my job. That you will go there. That there are places in businesses who will say, hey, I saw a tweet. Do you know their name? I had a situation like this where someone sent a complaint about how I was handling the Michigan State situation, did not sign their name, did not give an address or a return phone number. And I actually had somebody say, hey, just I'm just a messenger. This is what we got. Superfly knew how I responded. Stick it. If you're a business and someone comes at you about something that was said on Twitter, 
and you don't know the real name, you don't know where that person's from, you don't know who actually sent that, how can you put any stock into it? Well, it's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. No. No. That's the power of the social networks that at times is running this country and running stories. And the message boards are great when they're debating their team or talking about whether we should be in a prevent or blitz more. That's what they were meant for. But my God, the way people lined up coming after me, what did I do in East Lansing? What did I do connected to this story? That I was making nine and a half million dollars and I'd be so stupid to walk down that path. Regardless of what you think of the alleged victim. That I'm Michigan State, that after what we went through as a school, that if, uh, uh, that if the walk went right off the path one half step, I'd lay the hammer if I'm Alan Haller or anybody on the board of trustees or in charge at Michigan State. Well, you gotta, you don't know everything. That's all I hear. No, no. David Gregory, lawyer, sports agent. NFLPA certified with Bull Rush Sports in studio the day after the Mel Tucker story broke. What'd he say? MSU policy says that they could suspend anybody when a Title IX complaint is filed. Oh, but, you know, it's got to be fair. Oh, it could be discrimination. Really? Alan Haller is an African-American AD. Mel Tucker is an African-American head coach. Somebody explain the discrimination here someplace. Okay? Can you? I've just had it. I've had it with... The people in this new comparison, well, Harbaugh was suspended, and so was Mel Tucker. No. My God. Are you kidding me? Well, what about that doctor at Michigan? Oh, no, no, no. What does that have to do with this? It's a Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. That thing will come up weddings. You're going to have a baby born at the hospital, and all of a sudden you go, that's little, look, that's little Jacob right there in the maize and blue hat. Who's the kid with the green and white hat on? As soon as the massive number of Michigan State fans decide they want better inside leadership at their school, that's the only time you will see change. Keep blaming me. Keep blaming other people in the media. You going to blame Tim Stout for telling the truth from Lansing? You know, you know the footballs it takes to tell the truth in Lansing? You get to those college towns? I've been there. I've lived there. Clayton Safey has going to join us coming up from the Wolverine.com. We'll get the latest his thoughts on the win over Rutgers. Look ahead to Nebraska. Safey will check in after this network T.O. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Each season, A.J. Hinch addresses his team on the day they are officially eliminated from contention. But this year's message was a little more hopeful. Hinch says he told his team he's never been more encouraged to be a Tiger with the direction this team is headed. The Tigers were eliminated with eight games left on the schedule. A.J. asked his team to think back over the season and whether there was a game or two each month they could have won that would have put them in contention this final week. There's been a lot of hard work by everyone, players, coaches, training staff, to get this team better. Hint says the next step, the challenge he gave to players, what will you do this offseason to get better? So next year we can talk about getting ready for the postseason this final week. Hint says he really hopes this is the last elimination speech he has to give for a long time. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. We're the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guest. Superfly tells me that Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will join us in a moment. Michigan, Nebraska on Saturday. Wolverines 4-0, number two in the country. Like I said in my opening huge opinion, I'm glad Ohio State won because it keeps the Michigan game bigger for Michigan and the rest of the Big Ten. It does. Come on, Notre Dame winning that if you're a, a Big Ten fan of any school. 
How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. Happy Monday. Thanks for having me. Yeah, back at you. You agree with me? I, I really was rooting for Ohio State to win that game because it just keeps Michigan in the Big Ten even on a, a, a bigger scale, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I can definitely see that. Um, you know, I think a lot of Michigan fans are probably just rooting against Ohio State because they don't like them very much, probably less than, than they like Notre Dame, which isn't much either. Um, but from a standpoint of, I mean, I know Notre Dame has some tough games still to go, but Notre Dame could have, you know, and they, maybe they still could, but steal a bit from one of these Big Ten teams. So let's say you do have one loss. Let's say you don't win the Big Ten championship. Then, uh, you know, you would still have a chance to get in the playoff like Ohio State did last year, unless a team like Notre Dame comes in there and, and uh, is in position. So I agree with you. I, I don't think it was the worst thing in the world. And when you watch that game from if you're a Penn State fan or Michigan fan, I think you're probably thinking that Ohio State doesn't look, you know, like a total world beater. And I know they hadn't before that, but uh, further validation maybe that they still have kind of a ways to go as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I look at Ohio State and they had, you know, if they don't come back and win, there would have been a lot of people screaming about lack of offense, creativity, not utilizing Marvin Harrison Jr. The quarterback play isn't as strong, maybe the weakest. You've seen it in a long time with the Buckeyes, but they got the W on the road. That's a major uh, victory. When you look at Penn State and what they did to Iowa, when you look at the rest of the Big Ten, it really seems like the big three right now, and then everybody else. Yeah, it really does. Those are the only three teams from the Big Ten that are in the top 25, and they're all in the top six. And you know, Penn State, I think, has been really impressive here in the early going, especially the defense. And you could say that really about all three of Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, that the defenses are probably their best units at that point. And it's not the craziest thing to say you know, for Penn State or Michigan, but for Ohio State, that hasn't been the case in a long time. So I think they've really made some good improvements there defensively. Like you said, the quarterback play with Kyle McCord, um, you know, it looks a little bit shaky at times. And, uh, you know, I know that he's a first year starter and every start is like gold for him, you know, in terms of experience. So by the time that he has to play Penn state and Michigan, um, I don't know the exact date of the Ohio state Penn state game, but you know, he's going to have more starts under his belt and he's going to have more experience because you probably could have said the same thing about JJ McCarthy in week four, Last year, his first year as a starter, he had a, a little bit of a rough game up and down against Maryland, if you remember. So there's still time to go there, but uh, right now it just feels like those teams are, are pretty darn even and they're all kind of working through their own their own things to improve early on in the year. So uh, I don't want to you know wish anything away, but it's going to be really, really fun once you know they get that little mini round robin going in, uh, in the matter of about a month span and, and we see these teams match up against each other. All right, before we get to Michigan and Nebraska and the first road game, uh, your thoughts on the Rutgers game and the first four games, and uh, what are you pleased about when it comes to Michigan and uh, what still needs to get uh, taken care of before they face the big boys on their schedule? Yeah, I mean, I think the defense as a whole has been really, really good. You know, you've even been shorthanded most of the time in the back end with some injuries in the secondary, and they got both Rob Moore and Will Johnson back last week, so that's a positive. Um, in the Rutgers game specifically, you allow a 69-yard touchdown on the third play from scrimmage, a, a big play. Uh, then you go three and out on offense, and then you get a stop on defense, but they have a 75-yard punt down to the six, and you're down 7 nothing. Uh, and it just kind of felt like, okay, this is going to be one of those 
you know, weird games or, you know, Michigan just hasn't settled in yet. And then they go on a 96 or 94 yard drive to, uh, to score a touchdown. I thought that that was a nice response from Michigan there. Um, and you know, that Rutgers defense is, is solid, I would say. Um, but you know, I, I, they still have a lot to work on. They've won all their games by 24 points or more. Uh, but the competition has been you know pretty weak compared to some, you know, what other teams have played. So I think you still got to, Build cohesiveness on the offensive line. I mean, you're you're rotating in right now, three tackles. You're moving one guy from the left side to the right side as part of that rotation. So he's playing both in Carson Barnhart. Um, I think the pass rush could be a little bit better at this point. They, they've had to blitz a, a little bit more than you would have thought against some of these teams. Not that they had to, but they have. Um, so I think that's something to watch as well. Maybe the you know some of the defensive back play at corner, uh, other than Will Johnson. You want to see some guys step up a little bit more in those roles. But really at this point, um, you know, they've done everything they've needed to do. They've weathered a couple of early season injuries. Uh, the pass game looks improved. The run game seems like it's coming along a little bit. And, uh, you know, if you, if you remember the last couple of years with this Michigan program, they, hit, they didn't really hit its stride uh, until kind of these early Big Ten season road games. It was at Wisconsin was kind of the coming out party two years ago. And then last year it was kind of that game at Iowa, and then you had a home game in mid-October against Penn State where you beat a top-10 team, and then you kind of roll from there. So I think they're still kind of ready to, or poised to kind of have that game where they really have everything clicking at once. And, uh, you know, because we know this team's capable, but I, I just think that they're kind of waiting for it all to come together. I see on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board that Michigan is an early 18-point road favorite at Nebraska. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska is an interesting team. I mean, they, uh, and it was funny listening to Matt rule today, their head coach in his first year. And he was saying that they're trying to build the program on very similar characteristics that Michigan has built theirs. Um, you know, winning the last couple of big 10 championships behind, you know, a physical team that runs the ball, stops the run. And that's really what stands out about this Nebraska team that Michigan's going to face on Saturday. They're number two in the country and run defense. Um, they're right up there rushing offense. I can't remember exactly what it is. I think they're number six. Uh, they run the option a lot. They got this new quarterback who's come in, uh, Heinrich Harburg, right out of Nebraska, just perfect name as well, uh, who's, who's running the ball really well, can't throw as well. But um, So it's going to be a physical game again. You know, Nebraska is going to be a tough environment. All the guys from Michigan that we've talked to that played in that game two years ago in Lincoln, we're saying just how much excitement there is in the locker room to get back out there. Um, but I, I think we could see another similar type of game where I don't think Nebraska's offense is going to do a ton against Michigan. But uh, And maybe you can say what the over-under is in that on the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, too. But I do think that, that the, the defense is going to test Michigan's offense again, kind of like Rutgers did a little bit. So that'll be you know kind of interesting to see how they handle that on the road. I think it's respect to the Michigan defense while you're seeing the big point spread at minus 18 that that Michigan defense outside of one big play dominating again. Yeah, they did. And I, I thought, yeah, yeah, it was, you know, well under 200 yards after that big play that they allowed to Rutgers. I thought that, you know, the run defense has just been fantastic. I mean, nobody can run on this team right now. So that, that'll be interesting too with Nebraska. They bring a little bit of a different threat with their option, like I said, and um, you know, maybe they'll be able to get something going or, or Michigan will have to make some adjustments. So it'll, it'll be a, a decent test for this Michigan defense. And then, uh, you know, I just don't see Nebraska throwing much 
in this game or having much success through the air either. But, um, you know, the, this Michigan defense has been pretty, you know, pretty solid. You, you think of some of the early points they gave up in the non-conference, it was all in the fourth quarter against the backups. I mean, the starters have only allowed one touchdown, and it was that one big play against Rutgers. So it's, it's pretty much so far so good. And you're seeing the front seven, I think, especially stand out where they're really, really solid at the point of attack, and they're getting in there, and, and there's just no room to run against these guys. And I'm looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board. Over-under is only 40 in that Michigan-Nebraska There you app. go. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, you kind of look at it, and I don't really see where Nebraska is going to be able to put up any points. Maybe they do need a big play like Rutgers had. But, you know, they, they just seem one-dimensional to me right now. There's also a question about who's going to start at quarterback, Harburg came out of the game late last week and didn't return. Jeff Sims, their original starter, who really, really struggled in the first couple games, uh, is also banged up, might be able to practice tomorrow, Matt Rule said. So I think uh, I think it's going to be a big challenge for the Nebraska offense against this Michigan defense. And I think, you know, on the other side, Michigan will be tested probably defensively as, as good as they have been this year, which isn't saying a ton. But, uh, you know, probably a, a tough physical game that could be, you know, on the lower scoring end. And, uh, and, you know, one of those games where it might be tight for a quarter, a quarter and a half, and then you kind of are able to pull away. Yeah, I was thinking Michigan goes in there and wins 27-7, you know, 27-6, right. couple field goals, something like that. I, I do I really like Michigan's defense. I know they gave up the big play, and that was kind of just a, a freak collision. And, you know, they hit one, and so be it. But then Michigan got the wake-up call and dominated right. uh, the rest of the way. Uh, who are some names that are emerging? And as we get to bigger games, and I don't know if I'd call Nebraska a big game, but it will be interesting to see Michigan on the road for the first time. That's always a curiosity uh, point in their season. But who are some of the names emerging that you think uh, become big game contributors for Harbaugh? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I think there are a few on, on each side of the ball. I think J.J. McCarthy, you're really starting to see who his go-to targets are. And number one is Roman Wilson, who's wearing number one now, which has a, a storied you know, history, obviously, at Michigan, going back to Anthony Carter and a, and a bunch of different guys. And I just think the way he's running his routes, and he's always had the speed, but just the precision now that he has. And, I mean, go back and watch some of his bigger catches. I mean, he has just been uh, really, really tough to handle for opposing defensive backs. So I think he's taken a huge step forward. I think he's going to continue – to lead Michigan in receiving. And then Colston Loveland at, at the tight end spot is coming off of his, his best game in, in a Michigan uniform, 75 yards. Uh, they ran a nice trick play to him, a fake reverse flea flicker, and he was wide open after he was fake blocking and had a diving catch as well for a 33-yard gain. So I think you're starting to see that J.J. is really going to start to find him. And, and then on defense, um, you know, I've been really impressed with, you know, not the, the edge rush group overall, I think they've been they've been okay and, and you know pretty darn good I guess I guess you could say but maybe not a lead at this point but I think Jalen Harrell in his senior year number thirty two has taken a really big step forward we saw him in on some huge plays two weeks ago against Bowling Green he had the pressure on the one interception and then forced a fumble strip sack right on the next drive uh, he he seems to be one of their tone setters as Jim Harbaugh is calling him so. He's someone that maybe got overlooked, I think, in the offseason coming in, but he's having a really big start to the season. So uh, in the Big Ten seasons, really when you start to see over these next few weeks who those guys are going to be, 
that Michigan can really rely on throughout the rest of the way. Um, so, you know, excited to see more guys kind of step up in that way. Clayton Safey, he steps up every day at TheWolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. We're not going to cast him aside during an, another epic season. Superfly would just casually <laughs> say, hey, we haven't had Clayton on lately. <laughs> yeah, he's back, and he's better than ever. Sea Dog is in the house. What? <laughs> I was suspended for a couple weeks, you know. You were. He tried to buy he tried to buy Superfly cheeseburgers. And that That's right. The no no. Doesn't cut it on the show. I, I love Harbaugh. Harbaugh it is you know, what he did during his, you know, three game suspension and working the chain gang and talking about forgetting, you know, snacks and then uh, and then he said, you know, at home, what were you doing? And Said his wife got the YouTube channel, and I can watch like 150 games. Right. I know. It's funny. A guy that makes $7 million or whatever he makes a year, which he probably should be making more, that's a whole different discussion. He just went from DirecTV to YouTube TV because he wanted to cut on some costs. I guess his wife did. So Yeah. Uh, yeah this is kind of the way he is. Cut the corners. Yeah, speaking of uh, contract, uh, we had a, a few Michigan listeners ask, here in the last five minutes, what is the status of Harbaugh's deal? How you know what? What? How many years? Where is he at on it? What's going on there? Yeah, so I mean, it, it seemed like the the whole hang up with giving him even another raise because he got one a year ago from uh, you know what he was at was this NCAA thing, and maybe they're going to wait till after the hearing, which will come after this season. But man, uh, you know, when you've gone through what you've gone through the last two off seasons with Jim Harbaugh having interest from the NFL and interviewing with NFL teams, I think you want to get this thing wrapped up as soon as you possibly can. Um, so I don't have all the answers on it, but it, it seems like that there is something in the works and that they want to, you know, try to do this, whether it's after an NCAA hearing and, uh, and whatever else. But it, it doesn't make much sense to me if you're Michigan and, you know, who knows what side's holding it up. But if you're Michigan, you, you want to get this done as soon as possible. I, you know, Ryan Day just got a raise, I think, last week. Uh, he's got a really tough team down there in Columbus, and, you know, he's up to $10 million a year now. I think, you know, Jim Harbaugh should be making more than that, honestly, and that's kind of what the market seems to be dictating. So I don't think there's any reason why they should hesitate to, to make him one of the higher-paid coaches in the country because it's, it's pretty clear at this point that he deserves it. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. Thank you, my man. Thanks so much. Have a great week. All right, back at you. We'll get your prediction on the Nebraska game later in the week. Wolverines, 18-point road favored on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board over under only at 40. I know a lot of you are saying, oh, I'm going to take the over. I don't know. First road game. I, I, I'm always... Curious how they'll play. Do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, NFL action tonight and two NFL games. I kind of like this Monday night football doubleheader. You got college football later in the week. Uh, What you need to do is get in on the action. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and bet $5 will get $200 instantly in bonus bets when they use code HUGE after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And also all customers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. 
So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet that $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It is time once again to go inside the leadership locker room with Greg Harris, uh, who joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. And everybody has a game plan in sports, right? You're breaking down the team before you play. Manager is sitting on the bench or the coach in a baseball game, and they all have a plan on how to maximize their efforts. And that comes into play, especially in sales. In sales, yeah. Bill, it's great to be on your show. Thanks for uh, uh, getting me on and your amazing audience but uh, one of my keynotes i really enjoy it's very popular is called more at bats and better pitches sales organizations are looking for more opportunities sales opportunities for their salespeople. and my keynote really lays down a lot of rules a lot of opportunities on how to get more at bats and better pitches because we have limited time a salesperson has 24 hours to prospect so I think the more at-bats, better pitches, one of our challenges is being a commodity. They put you in that bucket. You don't want to be compared to someone else. You want to stand out and be differentiating. So I give them play-by-play on how to do that. Yeah, play-by-play and more pitches, right? Everything comes into play inside the leadership locker room. If you're interested in Greg uh, helping your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. Uh, He'll stop out, talk to your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. And also Sage Advice is his book, uh, you can find at MaximizeLeadership.com and also wherever uh, you download books. Tracy, over to you for weather. Oh, the sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Meyer frozen vegetables, Campbell's condensed soup, and Body Armor sports drink. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We 
We are back wrapping up a Moneyline Monday. Special thanks to Superfly Hayes for his stellar work on this broadcast. Remember, if you missed any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show at any time, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts. Tomorrow's broadcast, John Vanderwall. Talk about Miguel Cabrera's career in Detroit, future of the Tigers, and the MLB playoffs. Vandy in studio tomorrow at 5 on the Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Huge.